evening everybody evening ladies and gentlemen evening the world and evening to all those people who listen me who take their ample time to listen to my podcast i know it's been a while since i did something for you but uh, i had a small issue with my app a small issue with my app on my phone and on my laptop so a month ago almost a month ago yeah the president came up with some measures to curb the spread of covid-19 in the country something which he called uh, uh, what was the name I'm not sure about the name but he was trying to lock down the five highly infected areas into zones that is Nairobi Nakuru Kiambu Machakos Kajiado so the day when he had a national address and gave us the new measures to curb the virus he came up with something called the lockdown or the cessation of movement in and out of those five highly infected counties we saw people trying as much as they could get to their areas because you find that people had traveled to different counties or to up country a person like me i had traveled from nairobi to transoya county that is kitale we had gone to visit my grandmother and witnessed how mad it was to get back to the city so i sat down and thought about it so it was prudent for me to do an article about what had happened or what I had witnessed on that day so the week started very well as usual i had applied for three days off to travel to up country together with my mother and nephew so we traveled well and i arrived home safely but time because it is a long journey from Nairobi to Kitale The day as usual in the village started very early with cocks crowing and birds singing the sweet melodies not forgetting that annoying neighbor's dog that keeps on barking at night as if as if it normally sees ghosts the sun was hot and since i was to travel back to the city on the next day that is the day before on the day after the president locked the counties so my intuition told me that I need to wash my clothes since I'm not carrots or since I'm not carrots so many clothes just a few because my my stay was supposed to be like two days so I told my mother that I wanted to wash my clothes but she told me that I should not be in a hurry since the sun was hot and it would take less time for the clothes to dry even if I was to wash them later something in my head kept telling me not to wash them later as they say follow your instinct i washed my pants denim jacket and uh, a yoga pant the sun it was very hot and after one hour the clothes had dried and I, as i was busy chatting with my grandmother on what to carry back to the city my mother received a call from my sister 
bearing news which turned out to be breaking news in my country Kenya. Once again the president without considering the after effects had declared a lockdown in five counties effective midnight. That was 26th midnight. I was perplexed not knowing what to do since I was very far and all effort to get a bus back home bore no fruit. We called different bus companies but they had no bus available back to the city. So my phone was charging at our neighbors since my grandmother, grandmother's place has no electricity connection. So I hurriedly went, took a shower, sent my nephew to get my phone. When I start, when I opened the phone, I saw more than a dozen missed calls from different people. They tried calling me to give me the news, but my phone was off. I dressed up as quickly as a quicksilver and I told my grandmother the call I saw, the famous Buddha Buddha writer, who usually carries us each time. We go to the village. Lady Luck was on my side since he took less than five minutes to arrive. I told my grandmother, mother, nephew, and Mrs. Goodbye. One thing that made me mad was the fact that I was unable to carry the bananas my grandmother had sourced from the farm. I managed to get the matatu to town, and upon arriving and asking whether there were any buses heading to Nairobi, I was told no driver was willing to take that risk. The bus park was busy, and people were confused, not knowing what to do. As they say, help comes from unexpected people. A bus parking boy was able to find a matatu heading to Nakuru since that was the farthest city the drivers were going to. The driver was in a hurry, almost leaving me behind, but I was able to board the matatu. Along the road, that's where I saw what it means to be in a mad rush. Matatus, personal cars, and heavy commercial vehicles were all rushing to beat the curfew time across the country and to be able to access the area leveled red zone counties in terms of COVID-19 spread, the matatu which I was in was over speeding and, and all of us had our fingers crossed and praying that we get to Nakuru in time so that we could try and see whether there were any buses heading to Nairobi. In as much as the driver was driving recklessly, we all wanted to get in time. And as we were almost getting to Nakuru, we had a flat tire. I knew that we were doomed. I hurriedly together with the driver and assistant from Highway Mechanics managed to change the tire and proceeded with the journey. Finally, we arrived in Nakuru and the situation just like Kitale was the same but this time even worse since heading to Nairobi was almost impossible. Having in mind all the roadblocks that had been mounted on different spots along the busy highway as it had happened in Kitale through the season of a bus park attendant I was able to get a matatu but the cost had tripled 
the normal charges but cost was not an issue the issue was how to get back to the city before the cessation notice issued by the president started taking effect the mud rush again was witnessed outside the town the major road had a massive traffic snarl-up since everyone was trying all tricks to beat the traffic. Luckily, we had a daring driver who knew the routes through the estate. We avoided the major road and used the dusty feeder roads. By the time we got to the main road, the road was clear and the next hurdle was how to beat time and the roadblocks mounted by the different securities agencies. We drove all the way from Nakuru to Naipasha without no incident in as much as the Matatu was overcrowded and overspeeded. The first roadblock mounted by the traffic police officer had no drama until when we reached the second roadblock and that's when I witnessed the madness that is accustomed to Matatu drivers. Our vehicle was flagged on by the general service unit officer. The driver had no choice but to abide by the authority. They came to the front seat window and uh, they asked the passenger to open the door but it had been locked by the driver. They tried but it did not open. The officer was furious and kept on shouting. The driver knew that all his plate had fallen on deaf ears but had no option but to flee the scene. He almost ran over the officer but he was lucky and moved away from the matatu or jumped away from the matatu in as much as the driver had committed a traffic offense but lady luck was on our side since the road was clear and the driver knew how to evade traffic at a speed of about 190 kilometers per hour the matatu moved so fast a speed only lewis hamilton or patrick zero can be able to maintain our fingers crossed and pray that the police did not follow us since the drama at night is very dangerous. The driver kept on laughing and telling us that he used, is, is used to such incidents and the police being greedy they cannot part with the bribe less than 1,000 shillings. We approached the next roadblock, we got flagged down but nothing serious happened this time round since we were allowed to proceed like big bosses. During the journey, I kept on receiving calls from relatives and friends asking me how far I was from Nairobi. They were all concerned and prayed that I managed to get to the city. I asked the driver if we were down with the road, if we were done with the roadblocks, but told me that still we had a major roadblock that if we managed to pass, the rest of the, rest of the, rest of the journey would be smooth. Before approaching the roadblock in Uplands, that is in Kiambu County, we found a big stretch of vehicles waiting to be cleared by the security officers before proceeding with the journey to the city. Our drivers kept our driver kept on looking for ways to evade the roadblock since he knew he had no chance. First he carried first he had carried excess than the required capacity. Second, it was already a few hours. Three, traveling had been banned. As they say, where there's a wheel, there's a way. The driver chose to evade the roadblock by using a bush which was nearby. Even though the police had 
even though the police saw him as they approached the driver reversed and took off the police learned and told him that well, whatever he was heading to there was no road but his intuition told him there must be a way to the main road as we were almost coming to the end of the road we saw as if the bridge which was there had been damaged the driver stopped the car and started looking to find a way out of the wood fortunately he found a way out and eventually we were back on the highway the drive to the city started and we knew we were out of the locked areas and we'll be here we come we to be the lockdown and came out of the city in as much we had witnessed something crazy i wish the president would have thought deeper before doing whatever he did because he messed the country big